Did you know that you can wholesale on-market properties that are listed for sale with real estate agents? I've done it hundreds of times, but there are some challenges that can make it more difficult than wholesaling off-market properties. So on this video, get ready to learn the six biggest challenges wholesaling on-market deals and how to overcome them coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I went from dead broke to millionaire flipping houses. And after doing a thousand deals, I created this channel to help you master the art of wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Now, in case you don't know, on market is when a seller hires a real estate agent to list and sell their property. When a property goes on market, it becomes public and shows up on Zillow, Redfin, Trulia, and Realtor.com for everyone to see. Now, this gets the seller maximum exposure and ideally the highest price that the market is willing to pay. In return, the seller agrees to pay commissions out of the gross sale price, which is typically 3% for the listing agent and 3% for the buyer's agent for a total of 6%. So for example, a $200,000 sale price would be $12,000 in commissions. And remember, the seller pays the commissions, not the buyer. And it's important to know that sellers don't just list properties with agents for help to do the transaction. They do it because they know that listing their property for sale on market should get them the highest price and it's worth paying the commissions. Now, the thing is most people, including a lot of real estate investors, think that only unmotivated retail sellers go on market and you can't find distressed discounted properties or motivated sellers on market, which is just not true. Some sellers look for a cash buyer off market and some sellers look for a cash buyer on market. The reality is every day, distressed, motivated sellers list properties for sale with agents, which means you and I can find these deals, make offers, and get contracts. So if you're a wholesaler, I want to make something very clear to you. Just because there is an agent representing the seller doesn't change the fundamentals of wholesaling. A contract with a seller is a contract with a seller. It doesn't matter if you're dealing directly with the seller, an agent is helping the seller, a lawyer is helping the seller, or Donald Trump is helping the seller. Once you have an executed contract with a seller, you now have an equitable interest in the property. That contract is yours to do with as you please. You can perform on the contract and buy the property, or you can assign it to someone else. That's your right. The agent's job is to help the seller get an executed contract and see the deal to closing. That's it. If you decide to assign your contract to someone else, that's on you to find a cash buyer and execute an assignment contract and notify title. It does not involve the agent and there's nothing the agent can do about it. They may not like it, but at closing, the seller gets exactly what is stated in the contract and the agent gets their exact commission same as if you bought the property yourself. But having said that, I realize there are some challenges with wholesaling on-market properties that are unique that you don't have to deal with when wholesaling off-market properties. Let's go over the six biggest challenges and how to overcome them. But first, I wanna point something out that I can't reiterate enough. And that is that on-market lead gen is free. It doesn't cost you anything to find on-market deals. That is huge, especially if you don't have a marketing budget. 
In fact, if you have zero money for marketing and you want to learn step-by-step how to get your first deal, be sure to check out a video I did where I break it down in detail. I'll put the link to that video in the description below for you. Okay, let's cover the six biggest challenges and how to overcome them. The first challenge is a stupid agent. Are we allowed to call agents stupid? Uh, Let's not say stupid. How about difficult? A difficult agent. Maybe they don't like wholesalers, which is common. Yes, it's true that some agents can make the wholesaling process way more complicated than it needs to be. Just because you have a negative experience with a difficult agent doesn't mean it doesn't work. Do you know how many complicated, uncooperative, hard to work with, difficult private sellers I deal with? Yeah, like half of them. Handle a difficult agent the same way you deal with a difficult private seller or a difficult lender or a difficult contractor or a difficult teenager or a difficult anybody. Work through the issues as best you can. Now, having said that, I don't typically tell agents that I plan on wholesaling the property. First of all, it's none of their business what I do with the contract. And two, why create unnecessary drama? They'll find out eventually at closing, and when they do, I simply say, I've got a lot going on right now, and I'm passing this deal on to one of my partners. Partner is referring to your cash buyer. I had an agent get upset one time when they found out at closing I was wholesaling the deal. I said to her, I performed on the contract. We closed on time. The seller got exactly what we agreed to in the contract, and you got paid your full commission. What's the problem? Okay, the second challenge wholesaling on-market properties is making sure your contract is assignable. Now, since the property is on market and there is an agent involved, they will use their state-approved contracts, so you have to make sure that the agent includes the right terms and clauses in that contract so that you can wholesale the deal. In fact, I created a 10-point offer sheet to provide agents that covers all of the essential elements of what needs to be included in the contract. You simply provide that to the agent so they can make sure everything is included when they write the offer. Now, if you want that, I'll give it to you for free. I'll put the link in the description below for you. But one of the most important things to make sure is that the contract can be assigned. Now, a general rule of thumb is a contract by nature is assignable unless it states in writing that it cannot be assigned. This is called a no assignment clause, which means you would have to do a double closing to wholesale your deal, which is not always ideal. Now, if the contract does not have a no assignment clause, then by default, you can assign it. And if you want to be extra safe, where you put your name on the contract as the buyer, add the phrase and or assigns, which means you're the buyer or anyone you assign it to. So if I sign a contract as a buyer using my LLC, Jerry is a flipping genius LLC, I could add comma and or assigns, giving me the ability to later assign the contract to a cash buyer. However, I'm reluctant to do that sometimes because it could send a red flag to the seller and the agent that you're a wholesaler, which they may not like. That's something you have to decide. If the contract has a no assignment clause, such as uh, bank-owned properties, then be sure to follow my workaround strategy using a designated LLC. Now, this technique allows you to still do a single closing wholesale. I did a video that explains it in detail, including all of the paperwork you need. I'll put the link to that in the description below for you. The third challenge when wholesaling on-market properties is most agents require proof of funds and earnest money, which neither of those things comes up with private sellers. Let's discuss each one. As a wholesaler, when you make a cash offer, most agents are going to call you out on that and basically say, 
prove to me that you have the cash. Now, if you have hundreds of thousands of dollars lying around like me, then just show them a recent bank statement and all is good. But if you don't have liquid cash sitting in a bank account in the amount of your offer, then you can provide a proof of funds letter, which basically says you have a financial relationship with a funding source who could provide you the funds, assuming the deal meets certain guidelines. Now, a proof of funds letter is equivalent to a pre-approval letter from a lender, and this is sufficient for about 90% of agents. And if you're a pro or prime level subscriber to my wholesaling and house flipping deal management system called Flipster, you get unlimited custom proof of funds letters for as many offers as you want. Now, that alone is worth the subscription to Flipster. To learn more and see it in action, just go to getflipster.com. But what do you do if the agent doesn't like the letter and wants to see hard proof of funds? Here's how to handle that. Tell the agent the following. My partners and investors I work with can provide a hard proof of funds in the form of a bank statement just like you want, but I can't ask them for that unless I first have a fully executed contract on the property. So let's do this. Let's add a contingency clause to the contract that I will provide a hard proof of funds within 10 days of accepted contract. Then find your cash buyer, get him to provide you a hard proof of funds, and use that to provide to your anal retentive agent. Okay, earnest money is also expected with on-market properties. Earnest money is a good faith deposit held in escrow at the title company and applied towards the purchase, and is typically $500 to $1,000, but it could be as high as 10% of the offer price. Earnest money is not due until you get an accepted contract, and if you wholesale the deal, you'll get it reimbursed to you on the day of closing. But I have a lot of people tell me, Jerry, I don't have $1,000 for earnest money. So my first response to that is, unlike off-market, which most methods cost thousands of dollars in marketing just to generate leads, finding on-market deals does not cost you anything for marketing. I typically spend $3,000 to $5,000 in marketing costs per off-market contract. Now, I don't spend a dime with on-market. So coming up with 500 bucks or 1,000 bucks to float earnest money for a few weeks until you get it back is nothing compared to what you have to spend with off-market. Having said that, if earnest money is really an issue, here's a strategy similar to how I handle the proof of funds issue. Put in your contract that you need a five or a 10 day inspection contingency for due diligence and that the earnest money is due at the end of the inspection. Then during that five or 10 day window, find your cash buyer and get him to provide the earnest money. Okay, the fourth challenge wholesaling on market properties with agents is getting cash buyers access to the property because typically the agent needs to coordinate access with the seller and in some cases the agent wants to be present. You can see how that would complicate things with cash buyers. So to overcome this, I make sure to address this up front. I get the agent to include in the contract in writing at the time of making the offer the following. Seller to give buyer unrestricted access to property via a contractor lockbox. Now I explain the following to the agent. From the moment of accepted contract to the day of closing, I need to be able to get in the property at any given time with my investors, partners, and especially contractors so that I can plan and prepare to be ready when we close on the purchase. Now, this is crucial, so I really make a big deal about this. On a recent deal, I had a cash buyer do a site visit, and he left the lights on, and he didn't lock the door, and the agent freaked out on me and made it very difficult for me to continue with unrestricted access. 
So make sure you explain to your cash buyers to secure the property after seeing it. Even better is to follow my technique to only show the property one time to all of your cash buyers. Now I call this an inspection party and I did a video that breaks it down in detail. You know the drill, link in the description. The fifth challenge wholesaling on-market properties is cash buyers who don't like to buy on-market properties. When you take your deal to a cash buyer and he Googles the address, he's gonna see that it's on-market. He won't know your contract price, but he'll see the list price. And in some cases, regardless of the numbers or how good the deal is, if the wholesaler price is anywhere near the list price, the cash buyer will feel like he's not getting a deal. For example, let's say a property comes out for sale priced really aggressively for $175,000. And let's say that $175,000 is a great price for a flipper. And let's say that if you found that exact same deal off market, your cash buyer would buy it all day long for $175,000. But it's not off market, it's on market, which means nothing other than there's an agent involved and it's public. And let's say that you get the contract for $160,000 and you take it to that cash buyer for $175,000. Even though $175,000 is a good deal and fits his formula, he won't buy it because he feels like it's not a deal because he's paying list price. So let me illustrate using a scenario that happened to me. I once got an awesome on-market deal in Philadelphia that came out for sale for $100,000. It was a smoking deal and I made a lowball offer and I got the contract for $75,000. Then I took it to a local cash buyer I knew that flipped in that neighborhood and he went and he looked at the property and then he told me that he would pay $125,000 cash for it, which I accepted. Then he called me back a few hours later and he said he found out that it's on market for $100,000 and now no longer wants the deal. So I said to him, why does that matter? If $125,000 is a deal for you, what does it matter if it's on market? He said, I could have bought it for $100,000. I'm overpaying at $125,000. I said, but you didn't. I did. Stop counting the money in my pocket and count the money in your own pocket. So I wholesaled it to someone else. The reality is some cash buyers like me won't care about list price as long as the price fits their formula. Some won't be interested at all just because it's on market. And some will be interested only if it's significantly lower than list price. That way they feel like it's a deal. For example, I just got an on-market deal for $67,000 that was listed for $100,000. Now, I can wholesale that deal for $80,000 without much issue because the cash buyer price of $80,000 is significantly lower than the list price of $100,000, so the cash buyer still feels like he's getting a good deal. So, here's what I suggest you do. Go to your cash buyers who you have a relationship with or find a cash buyer that you can build a relationship with. Tell them that you want to go hard after on-market properties and make a lot of lowball offers. Ask them the following. If I find an on-market deal and I negotiate and I get the contract and I bring it to you at your exact buy formula and desired buy price, will you have an issue if it's on-market? Solve the problems before it's a problem. By the way, that is exactly me. I do fix and flips all over the country and I'm always looking for another deal. So if you want to be a finder for me, I'll pay you $10,000 for every deal that meets my criteria. And yes, I will buy on-market deals. If that sounds exciting to you, register for a free training to learn all the details. Go to my10kcheck.com. And finally, challenge number six, which is the biggest excuse I hear the most with wholesaling on-market, and that is that it's competitive and it's hard to get good deals. 
which is true. But since when did we let hard stop us from being successful? So let me give you three tips for overcoming competition. Tip number one, follow my double dip technique. This is where you do not use a buyer's agent to make the offer and represent you on the transaction. Instead, go directly to the listing agent unrepresented and offer to let her also represent you as the buyer. This is technically called dual agency and it means the listing agent represents both the seller and the buyer and will get both sides of the commission and make twice as much money on the deal. Now this is very motivating for most agents. Now, some states don't allow dual agency. If that's you, you can still accomplish the same objective by doing designated agency, which is using another agent representing you in the same brokerage as the listing agent, or the list agent could become what's called a transactional coordinator, which means they don't represent the seller or the buyer in the transaction. And if you'd like my double dip scripts, you know exactly what to say. I'll give those to you for free. Just go to agentofferscripts.com. Tip number two is to make the offer as soon as it comes out for sale. My goal is when a distressed property comes out for sale, I call the agent, I make my offer within an hour of going public. Now, the more time that goes by, the more opportunity for other offers to come in. In many cases, speed wins the deals. I've lost deals because I was an hour too late, so make sure you set up automated notifications. I did a video that shows you how to create searches and get notifications on Zillow for distressed properties. Be sure to watch that video, link in the description. Tip number three is to make a lot of offers. I'm blown away at how lazy most new wholesalers are. Be prepared to make a lot of offers. Yes, it's hard. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of no's, but if you wanna do deals consistently, month in and month out, put in the work. I believe the magic number is five offers a day. That's 100 offers a month. If you do that consistently, you will do deals every single month. Remember, the deal of a lifetime comes around about once a week, but you won't get that deal of a lifetime sitting the sidelines. You've got to get into the game, and the way to get into the game is to make offers every single day. So if you're excited to go after on-market deals, leave a comment and say, thank you for sharing your wisdom. You are a flipping genius. The next thing that I want you to do is watch a video where I show you how to instantly find on-market underpriced homes so that you know the very best deals to go after first. So watch that video now, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with over 600 videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.